there are some things that we can do to really improve that authenticity within our own leadership style. The big thing is really to practice reflection. Take time to reflect on your own personal values, on your beliefs, on your actions. Are they aligned with who I want to be in this leadership style? Are they aligned with what fits me best? Welcome to the Business Coffee Hour with William Gray Jr., where we take a deep dive into the human side of leadership and entrepreneurship over a cup of coffee. And today I chose tea again, so that's what we're having. So grab your cup and let's dive right into it. I'm wearing something that I don't usually wear on this show. It's my hats. I've got a little chain and I wanted to do this because I wanted to show up authentically as I always do. Uh, in most of the videos, anytime you can see me out and about, more times than not, about 90% of the time, I'm, I'm wearing a hat. And sometimes folks can feel like it's uh, unprofessional, but for me, it's just who I am. It, it's authentically me. Uh, and in order to really step into that leadership role that we all want to be, I think it's important that we really look at who we are and how authentic we come across. Now, Throughout my personal journey, uh, my time in the military, small business owner, and being this uh, agent within the community, being authentic in who I am and my leadership style has really allowed me to progress further than I could have ever imagined because I'm no longer playing a role of what I think a leader can be. I'm living into my values and who I really am. Now, authentic leadership really means just being true to yourself and your values while leading others. It's important to really cultivate that self-awareness and to understand your own strengths, weaknesses, and personal values. More times than not, if I'm in a professional setting or if I'm given a class, just depending on how we step into that role, I won't wear a hat, right? I just, I just feel if I'm going to talk about authenticity, and I'm going to show up, this is exactly who you see. And more times than not, I just give you the best that I can. It doesn't really matter what I wear or, or who you may perceive on the other, other end. If I can just really stay credible to me, um, I think that builds my own credibility. And it builds a sense of trust of what you can expect from me day in and day out. Now, again, as a veteran, I've been exposed to many different styles of leadership. And oftentimes we model and we take on the traits of those we we think are in those leadership powers ahead of us. And the truth is, when I went from uh, one place of duty where I was really uh, working with lots of civilians, working with uh, active duty, reservists, National Guard, working with all the different ranks, um, I've had a full board colonel underneath me at this role. I've had, you know, uh, first sergeants, master sergeants underneath me, as well as privates and trying to treat them all the same, but give them their respect. Going from that role, right, where these folks are senior to who I am, back into a, a line unit, unit, which is what we would consider uh, a high pace, uh, getting ready, very high discipline. I knew I took those traits with me that were didn't actually fit in, but I knew what was different about me. I was just being me, and I was being true to to my values of caring for one another, treating my my uh, those that I lead like family, and building a resilience. I didn't need to break them down, which I thought it isn't, and it is important to to break down to a lower level. But it's more important that I show them skills 
to build them back up, that skill of resilience. And share this with you because it's important that our values and that authenticity that who you are shows up in your own leadership style. It can be hard because you want to play this role of what you think a great leader is or how you think you want it to be led. And I've said this before that I'm not trying to be the leader that I needed me to be. Like That's who I'm showing up for myself. For others, I'm trying to be the best leader that they need, right? Trying because they're different than I am. There's only one me. There's only one person that's that's this guy. And it does take a certain type of skills and leadership to actually for me to uh, follow. And that style isn't for everybody. I'm trying to make sure that I gain those skills to understand the type of person that I can uh, help build and mold to come into their leadership style because the true definition of a leader is making other leaders, right? Empowering others. Like I'm gaining this power. I'm gaining this influence, not so that I can dictate where things go, but so that I can push that power back out to empower others, to show them that they can, that they're the leader, that they're actually the ones doing the work. And I'm giving my power away, empowering them to do more with what they have. Now being authentic allows you to build that trust with others by being vulnerable in who you are and showing your feelings and showing that you care about the mission and the person when they marry together, it builds that real strong trust in others so that when you do ask of the hard task, they're more willing to give it their all. And there's many, many benefits of being truly authentic because you will improve your team's performance. You will improve your employee satisfaction and you will enhance that organizational culture because you don't have to remember how you're trying to act. You're just living into who you are and it makes it easier on you to be who you are at home and who you are at work because they're the same person. Oftentimes when I would come home uh, from work, I would have to take a few minutes aside outside to make sure that my work didn't travel inside with me. Like I would take all this armor off, all these to, to say, I'm going to leave that there and, and come in. And sometimes that may be necessary, but when I really stepped into this authenticity of, hey, this is really who I am and I'm showing up, I no longer had to put on these this armor or put on this mask to say, this is the role that I'm trying to lead and I'm I'm this way at work all the time. Instead, I could really just be me and let those strengths flow and then also identify my weaknesses because the same weaknesses I have in a leadership role in work, I tend to have those same ones at home. And when I was able to work on the things at home that I wanted to do, like showing up for my family, like being fully present, that carried over into my work. When I went into work, I was still that same person that I was working on at home. When, when I lead with authenticity, my members were more engaged. They were more motivated to do their best work, leading to better productivity, leading to better customer service, leading to, at the end of the day to more revenue. Because people want to work with who they think you really are. People buy and build relationships off of that trust. 
Now, how can we cultivate this leadership? How can we cultivate this um, authenticity with effort and with self-reflection? There are some things that we can do to really improve that authenticity within our own leadership style. Uh, the big thing is really to practice reflection. Take time to reflect on your own personal values, on your beliefs, on your actions. Are they aligned with who I want to be in this leadership style? Are they in line with what fits me best? Now, values, I've been through the Dare Little Lead training, and I love what Brene Brown says. Um, it's focusing on just two, right, two core values. I'm not trying to list out all the values that are out there because all of them, many of them fit where it is I want to be. But if I can narrow it down to just two and say more times than not, they're not really going to change right now. My two core values are family, treating others like family, making them feel like they're part of my, my tribe and like I really care for them because I do. And the other one is resilience. So not just about breaking people down, but showing them ways that they can come back better. Again, that Charlie Mike mentality that how do we continue mission? So if you can really reflect on your values and your beliefs, it's allowing you to make sure that your actions are aligned with that. And that's what's great about just having two. Is that I always share them. I try to keep them around so that when I am stuck with a tough decision or a time crunch, I'm thinking, is what I'm getting ready to do aligned with my values? And it makes my decisions all that more easier. Another thing we can really do to cultivate the authenticity is to communicate. It's being transparent in our intentions, in our actions, so that when we share our successes, we're also sharing some of those failures, like, I need help here, how do I do that? Or openly and being readily to admit your honest mistakes. Look, I messed up. We had a great guest on not too long ago, and he talked about that in officiating. Sometimes we make mistakes, so you missed a call, and it's saying, hey, I'm sorry, coach, I missed that, that was on me. You take ownership of it, you try to be aware of it next time, and then you move on. Being transparent and communicating helps build that real authentic leadership and helps you cultivate um, that winning attitude. Along the lines of communication, you can also practice and be vulnerable in what it is you want to share. Now, I'm not saying to, I'm not saying to overshare everything that's going on in our lives, but it's knowing, too, that what happens at home or what happens at work affects the other. So if we're open about our mistakes or if we're open about what's really going on, like, you know, I'm just not in the right mind to make this decision. There's a lot going on at home. There's a lot going on at work. And I'm not really bringing my full self. Oftentimes, the other party will be open to that and willing to lend help when we need it. Lastly, the last thing we can really do to cultivate this authenticity is to develop empathy. And the way we do that is by listening, listening to the cues of what's going on and being visual in the expressions and the way their energy comes. I, I just had this conversation today about energy and how I just, I'm really trying to step into that and using my gut reaction. Like, you know what? There's, there's something not right. There's something off. Let me, let me lead um, with my intentions let me lead with this gut instinct because that's something that i've cultivated over the the many years that i've been alive and it's telling me that i need to listen it's telling me that i need to step into this role so that i can be fully present so i can understand what this other person is going to and the best way to do that is to be really be observant 
and to listen to all of the facts that are going on. Because one of the best practices as a leader is to listen to everything and then go last. If we're at a table, we're trying to make a, deci this, uh, a decision, uh, and I think I have the best way, what I would try to do is listen to everyone else first before I give my opinion. Because if I am in that leadership role, that authoritative role, what I say can influence what the other people think. So I want to make sure to listen and to pause and to be present so that I can understand their unique perspectives. In conclusion, authenticity in leadership is essentially is essential for building trust, credibility, and an engagement with your team. As a veteran, I can tell you so many times where you can just tell that this leader is fake or they're chasing this rank or they want this goal. And it's like they're not someone that I would, um, with all due respect, fall on a grenade for. Right? They're not someone that I would take the fall for. They're not someone that I would really want to lead in that most dire situation. And that comes across. And overall, that's why you have this dissatisfaction among the troops. That's why you have uh, a disorganized organ culture or organization because that same mentality, even though in the military is that extreme, when we get in our everyday corporate lives, business lives, um, if we're not practicing authenticity, we can't build the organization or the culture that we really want. Some ways to do this, practice reflection, be transparent, show vulnerability, and develop empathy. I appreciate you guys taking a moment, finishing your cup while I spill on this rant about authenticity. I hope you will continue to follow along at W-G-A-R-A-Y-J-R. You can follow us on all of our, on my socials. Uh, get in touch. I'm really curious on how you feel that your authenticity shows up. What is it about your leadership style that people are drawn to? Um, I'm always open and I would love, love, love to hear your feedback. Leave us a review. That's the best way you can share this episode is to let us know how we're doing as so other folks can actually find this and be authentic in their own leadership. As always, I love you guys.